Hello, Swati, and welcome to another episode of Intuitive Yoga. This is Janya Wongsopa here to share with you ways to cultivate relationships with all of earth and sky through the felt sense, strengthen the intuition, support personal health and nurture collective well-being. You are invited to tap into what is seen above, sensed below, vibrated all around, and felt within. Today, I would like to offer my deep gratitude to my very own sister-in-law, Rebecca Lee, who was also at our very first intuitive yoga circle last Saturday. Thank you so much for your love and generosity and all your support personally um, and as well collectively to the intuitive yoga circle. There is so much going on today that I would like to share with you and thank you to the Libra sky that has been with us in the past couple days. So the Libra with the moon in alignment with it brings a good amount of cardinal air and air element connects to the beta frequency and what that means is that it increases or it supports our capacity to connect to each other through our voices, through our human communication or languages, through as well our human technology. And for um, hundreds and hundreds of years now, um, the air element has been exponentially increasing what the air element brings to all of us is the ability to think critically but at the same time it can also be very rigid and very hard if it is unintegrated to our emotional and physical body so today as i invite you myself as well to honor the moon in Libra and the cardinal air, I want us to also reflect on how we may have been stuck in um, the kind of excess yang, yang connects to the air element and the fire element as well. And when there is too much air. It can either um, increase the fire to the point that it burns us out or it can put our fire out completely. So what this means is that we don't have the capacity to metabolize 
all that is coming through our mind. The air connects to our mental activity, right? So all the information as it comes through our mind and all of our other senses as well, we have to be able to metabolize in order to choose what is helpful and to eliminate what is harmful or not so helpful. If you have been experiencing a lot of muscle tension in and around your eyes, forehead, tension in your throat or dryness here inside your throat and your mouth, as well as pain in your upper back and in your shoulder, what this means is that that air is pushing up your blood flow and your energy up into your thinking process, into your mind, and what it does is that it helps you to really live in your beta frequency, but it isn't balanced out by the alpha, the theta, the delta, and it isn't allowing you to experience the kind of lightness and insightful um, experiences that comes with the gamma frequency, with occur which occurs in between the alpha and the theta frequencies. So what you need, and I would venture to say that what all of us need more than ever right now due to our mental technologies, um, due to fast communication, fast speed, everything, we um, need to as a collective and personally to increase or to cultivate more of the alpha, the relaxation, the daydreaming, the gentle creativity of using other parts of the body other than the thinking mind um, to balance out the beta so that we can dip into that metabolism state of the theta and into the repair and um, deep healing state of the date of the delta and all this will help us to lift our low vibration into the higher vibration of the gamma frequency so that as we talk, as we communicate, as we connect, we connect from the space of loving, from the space of insightful experience instead of from the express, uh, from the space of microaggression, that yang, that overdoing state that I was talking about, which naturally happens when the air is uncontained, it is unsustainable, it will pull all of our energy and resources uh, upward, it will burn us out. So when uh, we bring our attention to um, sustaining our energy in order to integrate what we have learned through our human technologies, through our communications, through our thinking critically uh, processes, is that we take the time 
right? To rest, to release, to let go, to relax, and let the body and the mind take its own sweet time to metabolize or digest and absorb the nutrients, the information, as well as, once again, eliminate the waste. So that is the crux of the process of how we can increase the vibration, changing from the low vibration into the higher vibration, uplifting our consciousness from disconnection, from fear, from shame, from guilt, to that of joy and love and connection and expansiveness and freedom. Last Saturday, as I was getting ready for the intuitive yoga circle, the Zoom meeting, uh, my very first uh, teaching yoga after the pandemic, so it's been three and a half months, um, the longest time ever that I haven't been teaching yoga. Um, As I was getting ready to... Um, start the start the circle. There was this long line of um, people walking from my neighborhood of uh, downtown Willow Glen of West San Jose toward uh, downtown San Jose. Um, very peaceful, um, very um, clear in their demand for Black Lives, and. Uh, very orderly, and I definitely felt um, the sense of unity with these fellow revolutionists. At the same time, I knew exactly what I needed to do, which was to go in and started my own circle of revolution um, with the intuitive yoga circle. It was such a profound time, and with that in my heart, I connected to my community, our small little community, um, coming together for the very first time online, and I felt like I was in a circle of maternal love, these human beings that were so open in their curiosity, allowing me to assist them through this difficult and changing times. I shared with them that we were and still are experiencing uh, six planets in retrograde. When planets are in retrograde, All that is actually happening is that they come closer to Earth. So they appear to be 
um, slower and to move backward, but really they are just closer to planet Earth. And what this means is that they bring with them their elemental forces and their frequency, and so there are just a lot more of their elements and their frequencies that are influencing us and. Um, and and moving us, you know, in a way that feels very intense. And as a human being, if we aren't open to this astrological viewpoint, acknowledging that our circadian rhythm, infradian rhythm, and seasonal or yearly rhythm are really all tied up to the astrological movement happening within the sky, within the earth's own axis as it rotates upon itself. It also rotates around the sun and all the other planets the moon included, are doing exactly the same. And we as little human beings on earth are being driven, are being influenced, are being guided by all of these elemental and frequency forces. And if we are not aware Right? We think that we are just doing our own separate things completely uninfluenced by these huge players right, in the sky, in the heavenly body. If you are a Uranus being, an Aquarius being, Aquarius is ruled by Uranus planet. Um, you're going to tell um, this to your fellow human beings politely. Please take your head out of your ass. And what I mean, you know, I'm not I'm not making fun of us who are unscientifically um, not believing that there are forces that are greater than just our um, ability to think critically. Um, The ability to think critically includes the capacity to observe all that is happening. This is this is as scientific as it gets. So take the head out of the ass. What I mean is that please um, look at the bigger picture. And what I mean also is from the Uranus Uranus point of view, um, the rest of us right on earth earth has the north and the south um, axis and so are the rest of the planets but then there's the uranus whose axis is east and west and the west the uh, the butt, basically, the ass is pointing toward the sun, whereas the head is pointing into the greater heavenly body. And so the Uranus, uh, which is also, um, we are moving in to the Aquarius age, 
And there are some excellent books that um, talk uh, about that. So I'm not an expert. I'm, I'm just mentioning this to you that the Aquarius age um, should be bringing our thoughts, our mind into alignment with a greater or a bigger picture just in general. So with the head of the Uranus pointing away from the sun, uh, we look to the collective, we look to the greater community, and we look as well to utilize the um, Aquarius ruled by planet. Um, Uranus is the fixed air sign. So again, all air elements connect to our ability to communicate, connects to the beta frequency and connects to human technology, the languages, the information technology, the speed in which we are doing anything and everything and especially um, through our speech through our languages and communication. So the Aquarius is inviting us to please take a look at the larger picture of our human experience, to please look at the cosmic body and not just this tiny little human body that is just uh, within our limited mental perception. The human body connects to anything and everything, not just what our limited human mind wants to connect to the good and the bad, the um, evil and the God. The Aquarius age is inviting all of us to connect to the rainbow of our experiences, to connect to sexual diversity, to connect to intersectionality, to embrace the diversity of our races, of our colors, of um, all kinds of perceptional experiences and so with the Aquarius in my north node um, I am in alignment with the younger generations and the younger generations they because of their experiences of being in this day and age where they're experiencing genetic mutation, experiencing weakened and um, immunity and extreme or intense um, uh, weakness in their uh, bodily experiences due to the kind of disconnect and the small limited perception we have been experiencing during the Pisces Pisen age. We're moving from the Pisces um, age into the Aquarius age. 
So there is a lot of dissonance, dissonance that's happening in these younger generations. Again, I'm not gonna. Um, it, it it would just be a rabbit hole for me to try to get into this. But you can Google indigo souls, indigo children, um, indigo adults if you want to learn more about. Um, the shifting from the Pisces age into the Aquarius age and expand your uh, perception and having a deeper understanding why there is an uprising right now and why um, there is a need for the younger generation to actually not just to uprise but to uproot um, a lot of system including the uh, justice system System, the casserole system, and um, uh, a lot more, many more uh, systems that have been calcified over the 2,000, over 2,000 years of the Pisces age. My role is to listen. My responsibility is to listen to these younger generations. My role is to also um, step back and give space to the people who have themselves and their families been oppressed, been traumatized, been harmed, been arrested, been murdered by um, the the various um, systems that have been calcified and have been uplifting uh, certain races and certain um, sexual um, genders. And who am I to impose my view onto these people? Because my experience isn't the the one you know, that have been experiencing these traumas, these oppressions. So I am giving space through my willingness to listen. I'm giving space to these people who have experience in themselves, in their families, and who have gone on to integrate through their own reflection and through their study and gaining knowledge and um, you know becoming um, someone who are experts um, in reforming, transforming and perhaps uprooting um, these systems. I am giving them space so that they can come forward, so that they can become leaders, so that they can tell us what need to be done and what kind of changes um, we need to embrace in order for justice to truly be served. My role and my responsibility also is to speak up for them, is to ask all of us you know, who aren't the ones being traumatized or have experienced traumas, these kind of traumas um, in their in our own uh, family uh, lineage to please step back, to please 
listen, to please allow the blacks, the colored, the indigenous, the LGBTQIA to rise up and become our leaders, so that we can integrate, we can change, we can move into the direction that is more free. That is more expensive, expansive, for all of us. And when we dive into the space of deep listening, we dive into the space of um, stillness, of silence, of effortlessness, of no competitiveness. We are. In a more restful place, in a more unagitated um, place, so our air is more contained, and through that space, we are able to connect at the emotional level, where our moon wisdom, where our intuition can rise. And what the moon wisdom does is that it takes us into deep into our own um, un. Examine desires, um, memories, and feelings. So when we give space to just listen to them, to just be with them, the flow of our feelings, the flow of our memory, naturally rises up. Right, allow allowing us to see. More clearly, what kind of feelings, what kind of deep, dark desires have been pushing our thoughts and our actions, and have been that unexamined intention? And through that seeing, insight arised, and it allowing us to see. Clearly, who and what and how we need to connect to, and we need to speak up for, and we need to love with, <laughs> or be in love with. Right, so um, all these things, a long winding intro into the moon wisdom, and you know, last week again with that last couple of days. Um, let's see today. The moon is still in Libra. The moon will shift into Scorpio later on. In the day at um, let's see at three forty seven p.m. Pacific time. That's my time. It was in Libra last Saturn day and Sunday. So it was such a beautiful time. For me to connect to my intuitive yoga circle during that Libra moon on Saturn day, 
I was able to somewhat connect to my beta frequency in a more supportive way. At the same time, I also acknowledge my throat chakra is ruled by my uh, moon aspect of the house, the moon house, the moon's node house rather, which is in the 12th house, which is ruled by Pisces. And so there's some difficulty there because I am not enlightened, (laughs) much like all of us. All of us, there are some parts of ourselves that are enlightened. Otherwise, we would be dead. Otherwise, we wouldn't need to be having this human experience. We would just be angels and goddesses and God and, you know, I don't know, whatever you want to call that state. But as humans... We come to experience the rainbows of ourselves and all and the shades in between the black and white. And so none of us at um, some level is not completely enlightened. And because of that, I I have so much I acknowledge in me that need to be seen. And so diving into my ancestral lineage, that is um, my process of diving into my shadow, into my dark to see what I perhaps have been unwilling to see, to explore, to study, to critically bring up into the forefront of my awareness and because of this my throat chakra i mentioned this in the last episode that i am healing my throat chakra through the through this podcast and what this means is that this particular chakra is still vibrating at a lower frequency and so with the moon's node house in Pisces connecting to the throat chakra in my system. And if you come into my intuitive yoga circle, I explain in detail what and why. And with the Pisces ruling my throat chakra, when it is vibrating at the lower frequency, I am wallowing in my emotions and in my mental dreamy state. I have a lot of feelings and a lot of thoughts that I would love to be able to share. But because I am operating at a lower frequency here, my feelings and my thoughts aren't yet integrated 
and I need more of those alpha, theta, delta, and gamma frequency to help me operate at the beta frequency when I talk to you, when I talk with us collectively, for me to be able to not just wallow in my own thoughts and in my own emotions, but to connect to you, to your emotions, to your perception in a clear and concise and also loving Pisces and spiritual all-connectedness way. So that is how I need to heal my throat chakra moving from the lower vibration into the higher vibration. And I have the whole rest of my lifetime and perhaps all the other lifetimes coming up as well to work on this throat chakra. And my invitation to you is to see how this is resonating with you and if there is a little interest to move into this with me, please connect, learn your moon aspects through the moon chart, through the chakras that I am offering in my intuitive yoga Zoom circle happening once a month on the last Saturn day. I actually love to work on Saturn day, Saturday, because Saturn is about time. Saturn is also the ruler of Capricorn, which is the cardinal earth, and it is that which gives structure and container. And so I can be kind of um, more ritual, ritualistic, and also be more paternalistic in the sense that I can take the time to create a supportive structure at a physical level so that my emotional and mental Experiencings, uh, experiences and sensations can flow more freely. So this is why I choose a Saturday to host my uh, Zoom circle. So let's get back to the flow of the moon. Intuition is all about realigning, reimagining, um, reconnecting to the natural rhythm that we are already. The rhythm of the moon for this week, Monday, June 29th, all the way to Sunday, July 5th. The moon is in the waxing phase, moving from the waxing gibbous moon, so very bright moon, 
into the full moon on Saturn day, July 4th. So it's going to be a pretty intense day, but also with the container of the moon in Capricorn, the full moon in Capricorn happening at 9.44 p.m. on July 4th. On my time, Pacific time, is um, following the prenumbral lunar eclipse happening at 9.32 p.m. again, Pacific PDT time. So it is the time of revelation because there is more light that is shining into the shadow, the light of the sun shining into the water and earth of the moon, yet being contained by that fixed, uh, I'm sorry, cardinal earth of the Capricorn. Right, so there is definitely some intensity there, but hopefully the beautiful supportive structure of the Capricorn will help us to bring into fruition what needs to be seen, what needs to rise up into our consciousness without burning us out, without keeping us in the microaggression, allowing us to step back, listen to that part of ourselves that's been suppressed and also listening to those people, including ourselves, if we are the one who have been oppressed by the societal systems, bring these peoples and these parts of ourselves into the forefront of our consciousness. With the moon, in this upswing of the waxing gibbous all the way to the fullness of herself, we may have more energy to practice our asana and pranayama in a more yang way. So with today, tomorrow, and part, right? today, moon day, tomorrow, Mars day, and Wednesday, Mercury day, in Scorpio, fixed water elements connecting all water and earth elements connect to the alpha frequency, Right, allowing us to uh, really relax into our body, which makes up of mostly 70 or so percent water element. The moon moving into Sagittarius on Mercury, Mercury Day at 6.21 p.m. Pacific Time. And she is aligning with the mutable fire of Sagittarius. So there may be um, a sense of 
productivity, metabolism happening more on Mercury day, Jupiter day, and Venus day. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then the moon moves into Capricorn at 9.48 p.m. Pacific time on Venus Day, Friday. So, you know, I utilized the frequency of the elemental forces that's happening in the heavenly body to support the physical and meridian body connecting to the meridian organs. So on um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, with the moon in alignment with the Scorpio, you want to utilize the alpha frequency connecting to the fixed water element of Scorpio to support the kidney meridian also connecting to the water element. And with the kidney meridian being supported by the alpha frequency, your yang yoga practice may contain more yin to really uplift and support your parasympathetic nervous system. And the peak functioning of the kidney meridian is at 5 p.m. all the way to 7 p.m. So you want to um, notice at this time, making sure that the alpha frequency is being explored and being experienced at a deep level. Physical relaxation, time to daydream, time to be creatively experiencing beyond your thinking mind. You can paint, you can knit, you can use your left hand if you are right-handed or use your right hand if you are your left-handed to access your creativity beyond your thinking mind to support the kidney meridian and to utilize the alpha frequency. The meridian pathway is from the inner tip of the little toe to the sole of the foot, continue up to the inner edge of the foot and ankle to the inseam of the leg all the way to inner groin, continues up along and near the front spine to end at the chest below the inner edge of clavicle. This is the superficial kidney meridian that allow you to uh, connect along where the acupuncture points are, which can be accessed through acupressure and through yoga, compression, and stretching. The inner channel connects to the kidney, urinary bladder organs, and adrenal glands, among other things. The kidney is a yin organ paired with the yang bladder. 
in the water element. In Chinese medicine, it considered to be the primordial yin and yang of the um, congenital root of life. So when you work to support your kidney, you really work to sustain what you have received from your maternal paternal genes. So what you have inherited through your maternal womb, there is a very important acupuncture point called Mingmen acupuncture point. It sits in between the kidney organs and it is directly behind the belly button. The Mingmen is called the gate of or translated as the gate of vitality. So when you stretch or compress this particular point, you activate your gate of vitality, either tonifying through compressing, as when you get into a back bend position, or purifying this particular point in your lower back or in the back of your waist. You purify it when you stretch as in a forward folding position. Okay, so I encourage you to work along your spine and to work as well um, to stretch the inner legs, the inner groins, to purify the lower aspect of the kidney meridian and or tonify through compressing. You can purify and stretch by spreading your legs apart as in dragonfly or butterfly yin asanas postures or you can compress through shoelace half shoelace full shoelace maybe half shoelace forward fold or full shoelace forward fold or you can do a recline to really activate the alpha relaxation frequency Right, to tonify your kidney meridian through that compression. For an intention to access the kidney meridian and allow the Scorpio and the alpha frequency of the fixed water, so with the fixed water, and I have my moon sign connecting to the sacral or the second chakra, what the fixed water means is that when you are operating at the lower vibration, the lower frequency, your water is freezing. <laughs> you are icy down there, down here, and it isn't flowing with the fixed water you still need it to flow you still need because 
That's the nature of water. It needs to melt. It needs to shift shape and form. And it's the nature of life in general, right? Change is life. But with the Scorpio, it is this deep, deep and complete transformation from ice to water. So uh, when I, I just want you to keep in mind that when your sacral chakra, and especially if you are like me with your moon sign, also in Scorpio, you really need to check in with your frequency down here. And if you don't give yourself enough alpha frequency, you will get stuck in that freezing, rigid, ice-cold water of your emotion. This shows up as sexual frigidity because it is connecting to the sacral chakra, to the reproductive organs. And it also uh, connects to the general central pleasure with connects to the water element in general. And so please give yourself to feed your sacral chakra and to bring or raise the frequency up. Please give yourself more relaxation time, more pleasure, more sexual pleasure in particular. The invitation to connect to Scorpio, to support the kidney meridian is this particular intention I'm offering. Please utilize it if it feels in resonance with yours. I dive deep into my feelings to embrace my grief. I transform my deepest emotions into life's greatest treasures. I let go, forgive, and evolve. On Wednesday, Mercury Day, the moon moves into aligning with Sagittarius again at about 9.21 p.m. So you could still practice the uh, kidney meridian uh, yoga Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, uh, practice the pericardium meridian yoga to utilize the heavenly support of Sagittarius. Sagittarius is mutable fire element, and any fire element connects to the theta frequency, and it helps to bring up metabolism, it increases the fire element in the body, heart, and mind. So as it brings up metabolism, we are able to digest more things and integrate more experience and gaining uh, nutrient-rich um, 
either information as as insight and intuition um, or um, nutrients as in uh, water and earth that support and nurture and feed into the heart and into the body. So with the moon in Sagittarius, you want to uh, really take the time to get into that theta frequency experience into a meditative experience in yoga it's um in dharana and dhyana limbs of yoga so you want to take the time to concentrate your mind and your body onto a particular something and you know externally you can be engaging in your work um, concentrating your mind on whatever work that you need to get done um, internally you can move into that passive sensing uh, state making sure that you yoke your um, normal everyday experience of the beta brainwave through your yoga asana through your pranayama these are the yoking tools and through pratyahara also the yoking tool of balancing the internal sensing and the external sensing so that you can dip and you can dive into the alpha and eventually the theta and when you move into the theta um, frequency this is uh, you are giving the space and time for the body to metabolize whatever physical um, ingestion or food that you've been taking in, liquid intake um, included. Um, you also giving yourself time if you are working on a project and you can concentrating your mind onto that particular line of thought uh, project, whether it's physical or, or mental, right? you're just giving yourself space that it's a space of concentration, dharana and dhyana moving you into the theta frequency. And this is the time when the gamma frequency can arise. So I like for you to really rest enough and concentrate your energy enough um, to allow for the gamma frequency to rise up. And the gamma frequency that expanded deep inside expansive consciousness, um, it arises as a higher vibrational frequency. This is when you are able to truly contain your beta brainwave frequency so it doesn't matter what you do whether you are um, working on a pat podcast like i am doing now or you're washing a dishes or you speaking to a friend or to a co-worker um, it doesn't matter what you do but that beta can shift into the gamma and you can really sustain your physical resources and um nurture yourself as you expand 
expend your energy at the same time. I mean, that's like a free flow. It's like a giving and taking at the equal amount. You know, like you're doing thing, you're talking to other people. Um, you are giving, right? You are you are sending out your energy, but at the same time, you are receiving from the greater force around you, whether it's it is through a friend that you are talking to or through whatever um, sense experience, sense experiences, sensations that you are receiving back from the thing that you are making or doing or connecting with, right? There, there is a perfect alignment, right? Where all is uplifted. And this is where you want to function at. But of course, you know, this is like a high and to, um, and we can't have the high, um, all day, all day long, uh, eventually, um, you need to get back into the beta. And that beta is what allow you to get back down into the alpha, right? So, um, so you can't just move from the gamma um, directly to the alpha, right? So, so you have to come back down to the theta, to the alpha, to the beta, Right. So there's there is a flow of of movement of energy of vibration of frequency that has to be in circular rhythm. So even though the gamma feels, you know, feel like this is a higher um, higher vibration, and you want you may want to live here all day long, all night long. This is not possible and in fact uh, this is what we call you know um, kind of the kundalini rising that doesn't have the support of the uh, physical uh, rest relaxation repair um, so then the body begins to break down begins to you begin to experience autoimmune chronic disorders and, or intense um, disease which just means um, it's a highly um, uh, excess condition. So the gamma frequency is meant to be experienced um, as as short times, as spikes um, between alpha and theta frequency. So I just want to... Uh, give yourself a head up and knowing that every frequency is important and you need to just experience them in rhythmic cycle, in balance. So even though we are collectively um, in kind of an excess beta air um, uh, frequency, as you go into the gamma, there is more space, space element that allow for um, for the for the gamma frequency to to expand, you know, to to rise up up high, and it needs space to rise to expand. Um, so that's the either element. You still need to come back down to the air, to the fire, to the water, and to the earth, and you need to really 
get at one point into that deep earth, super low frequency of delta um, brainwave to be able to uh, repair and heal at a deep level. So as you move into the later part of the week and uh, waxing gibbous become brighter, you may have more energy um, and in alignment with the theta frequency. Um, please try to explore that gamma uh, brainwave state, but know that you need to come down as well. The pericardium meridian peaks between 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., so make sure at this time that you get internal, that uh, you move into that concentrated theta frequency state, meditative state, um, right around this time and offer your pericardium meridian the support to function in a healthy way. The superficial pericardium meridian begins at the side of the chest, just outside of the nipple, move upward around the front of the armpit and down along the center of the inner arm all the way to the inner wrist and center um, of the palm to end at the tip of the, the middle finger. The inner channel connects to the heart organ. It is the pericardium. It is a sac that support the heart is the sac um, that protect and, and uh, circle around the heart. So, um, so it support the heart organ as well as the energetic movements or the functions of the heart organ and the other visceral organs throughout the torso, which need um, the energy of the heart to um, to circulate the nutrients and energy into pericardium. Uh, helps the heart to pump, to circulate, and feed the blood, which contains oxygen and nutrients uh, into every cell and tissue of the body. So energetically, pericardium meridian support the heart to express joy and love into every cells of our beings. And um, through the heart chakra, uh, when the heart meridian um, is Heart meridian connects to the heart chakra, connects to the Leo uh, frequency, also the fire sign. Um, it connects uh, uh, to our capacity to connect to others with compassion and express joy and creativity through compassion. And, you know, compassion is different from sympathy. It's different from empathy. Compassion is not just your capacity to feel the pains and suffering of others in others, but it's also your capacity to think clearly enough for you to actually see where others are and why they are in pain and in suffering and what can you do uh, within your current um, soul role and responsibility to support these beings that you are um, empathizing and sympathizing with. So compassion is that it's not just to feel for, but have having the clarity, the and the fullness to give from your heart.
Right, so that's what I mean by energetically helping um, the heart to express joy in every cells of the body and all the way out through the arms, hands, and fingers to touch other beings physically as well. Right, so you want to take the time to stretch your arms and your shoulders to open up your pericardium meridian or to compress it, to tonify it. Right? I like to do um, bows, but I tend to have more um more corners and tension in the back of the heart, tenderness and inflammation in the front. Right? So, um, so I, I tend to want to open uh, my chest and compress my upper back more. Right? So if this applies to you, then you know, go ahead and stretch your chest and inner arms more in order to draw more blood and nutrients into the back of the heart, into the back of the pericardium line. So pericardium meridian is paired up with the triple uh, burner meridian, which runs exactly parallel to it, but along the back line of the arm. And as we move into the Venus day, Saturn day, and Sunday, and we experience the full moon phase, the moon is moving into the Capricorn, and she is aligning with the um, carnal earth of the car, uh, of the Capricorn supporting um, the triple burner meridian, which is the fire element. Um, so that structure, you know, that earth that that is the fuel for the fire to burn up, um, it supports the triple burner meridian, which has the peak uh, function hours between 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. And um, with the earth, uh, with the cardinal earth of the Capricorn up in heaven, you want to reconnect back to the alpha alpha frequency. So just get back into your relaxation uh, state on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday to really deal with that intensity of revelation that the full moon and you know the full. Um, a sunlight shining into the darkness, into the shadow of your moon, into your um, unconsciousness and into your suppressed feelings and urges and desires. Right? You do need that container. So the meridian pathway of the of the triple burner runs from the outer edge of the fourth fingertip through the back of the arm to the shoulder and the side of the neck up to the back of the ear, circle to the front of the ear and ends at the outer edge of the elbow. The triple burner meridian doesn't have the physical organ that it connects to, but in fact, it supports the functions, especially um, through the fluid movement and through the fluid metabolism of the entire torso um, in the 
uh, pelvic region up into the abdominal or solar plexus region all the way into the lung region. All these areas need um, enough fluidity and um, water element uh, to help them function well. So the triple burner meridian being the fuel um, for uh, the fire element that it is um, uh, supported by the by the Capricorn, the the Earth that is the fuel. Um, what it does is that you is you like digging deep root. Uh, I mentioned this last episode as well, I believe. Uh, digging deep roots or some other episodes um, into the earth below uh, to meet up with the water source below the earth. Uh, so please do get into that deep relaxing state. The upper burner distribute um, the, the body fluids via we, we the actions of uh, the lungs as well as the um, the action of the stomach and spleen, and uh, lastly, um, through the functions of the urinary bladder. Right? So that's what the Chinese medicine means as triple. Right? So lungs in the chest region, upper torso, and then middle torso, stomach and spleen, and the lower part of the trunk, the torso is the urinary bladder. And um, here it's a complement to your um, pericardium meridian. So whenever you stretch the pericardium, you'll be uh, compressing the triple burner and vice versa. Right. So just you you just want to continue on that practice all the way into um, the weekend. And with the Saturday being July 4th, um, there's going to be a lot of fiery energy coming up, both because of the full moon and you know, uh, within the human consciousness, especially in the U.S. because of our history. So there are people who want to keep the roots as they are. There are some of us that have a really strong need right now to uproot um, the system that has been, um, in fact, varieties of, of systems, um, governmental and societal and educational and um, econ ec economic. Um, there are a lot of us, especially the younger generations and especially the people who are currently and have been for generations oppressed and suppressed and there as well that suppressed energy of the feminine that really want to rise up and to heal so there is going to be these kind of internal and collective external fight that is going on so i just want to call all of you who are hearing my voice once again our role, our responsibility, what that is for you individually, 
Please take a look at that. Please reconnect to your ancestral line in order to connect to the ancestry of the USA as we know it. And to see what needs to come up and rise out into the forefront of our consciousness, so that we can use the Uranus energy, the Aquarius energy, to expand our perception, to connect communally through our critical thinking as well through. Our collective capacity to heal. We are powerful beyond our perceptual imagination. We contain all frequencies. We contain all elements. We contain all feelings, all sensations, and all thoughts that we are. Availing ourselves to receive and to bring up through our heart and through our throat and through our voices and through our hands and fingers through our creation. Please connect to this capacity innate within you. Please align with your intuition. And please allow your voice to be the agent of change that supports and sustain all lives in a rhythmic, cyclical way. I'm ending our session now, inviting you to. Connect to me deeper if you like to learn more how to bring your unconscious into the consciousness, to allow your moon wisdom to support the essence of your sun and your rising aspects, so that you can live in your high. Vibrational frequency and uplift all of us as you expand yourself into creative freedom. Connect with me through Patreon.com/slash/IntuitiveYoga to receive the monthly Intuitive Yoga Journal filled with celestial guide, um, Earth-inspired practices. And color illustrated uh, yoga sequences. Each monthly journal is about seventy plus pages. You will also receive two new yoga videos each month to practice during the full moon and a new moon, and any time that you feel called to practice. Thank you so much for connecting. Through listening, for your patience, for your energy, for your curiosity, and for a more um, intimate connection with me, I hope you join my intuitive yoga Zoom circle, happening once a month on the last Saturn day of each month. 
Goodbye. สวัสดีลากอน All my love.